Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, (laughs) Dr. Vivid. This is a podcast where we talk about mental health, wellness, we talk about stress, we talk about life, we talk about things that make us laugh, things that make us scratch our goddamn heads, but we talk about it with truth and transparency. So if you're ready to get into that with me, come on. What we waiting for? Let go. Hello, hello, hello. It's me. You're like, who the hell are you? Where have you been? It's me, Dr. Vivid. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, Dr. Vivid. <clears throat> Before we get any further into the episode, I just want to let you know that the title of this episode is a very special episode, and it is titled such because when I was younger, anytime you wanted to talk about like a topic that wasn't hee hee ha ha or (laughs) that people felt was a little bit more serious in our Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon lineup. I'm looking at you, Saved by the Bell, Family Matters, all that shit. It used to be like a very special episode. So this is what this is. Um, I'm going to let you know up front, trigger warning. We will be discussing moderate to severe mental health symptoms. We'll be discussing diagnoses um, related to physical conditions. There will be talk of death, preparation for death, suicidality, homophobia. (laughs) Baby, I've been going through some shit. So trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Activation warning. So it is um, right now July 1st. I had so much planned for the podcast for Pride month but as I'm gonna get into (laughs) didn't 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 get to um but I had a very busy month um happy belated pride and happy July 1st aka all of the performative allies have shucked the pride shit in the closet or it is now 75% to 90% off looking at you target why I have such cute shit, bitch, I'll be playing in our face. Anyway, so kids are out of school. Um, I went on a little uh, trip to the beach with them the beginning of last month because I really needed it. But it was a very exhausting trip because any trip you take with your kids is exhausting. It's not a vacation. It's work. You are an indentured servant to your children. <laughs> it's the way it is. And... Um, what else? But I've had the opportunity to really do so much. Um, I'm pleased to announce that the book chapter that I was writing for um, was accepted. And the message I was given was no edits. This is fire. I am so excited. Uh, that's humming coming at you this fall. I'm excited to share more about that. You're going to see more promos. I have secured public relations talent agents. I love it. Shout out to Yana Creatives. Um, 
I got to speak at Gallaudet University um, for the second annual harm reduction conference this past Thursday. Um, that was beautiful, getting to discuss um, social justice language and how it impacts community, community and clients when it comes to harm reduction. And if you don't know what harm reduction is, it there are positive tasks, positive um, resources that we use when we're considering users of substances or those who have, may have been affected by <clears throat> infectious disease. So that's like needle exchanges and syringes and, you know, Narcan, um, uh, being able to give people um, information about how to stay safe in their use. So that was great. Also got to um, present as a panelist and an expert for Morgan Stanley and the Jed Foundation, as I'm a member of the Metaverse um, Young Adult and Youth Metaverse Advisory Board for Mental Health. I've been really busy. Shout out to Taraji P. Henson, the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, and BT. I also got to be a, a panelist for the Can We Talk Joy Awards and Symposium. The girl has been busy. So, and there's a couple other things that I haven't even touched on <laughs> that I'm working on, still um, preparing to present at the APA convention this, well, next month. But before we get into the episode, and I'm letting you know it's going to be a little different, let's get into what y'all know. Because what the hell? What's happening? What the fuck goes on here? Yesterday, as I minded my black ass, queer ass, femme ass business, Trying to get through my last client day before I go on forced self-care vacation. I get all these notifications. And they're all about the fuck-ass Supreme Court in this fuck-ass country. Yes, we're going straight in. How dare you play in the face of black folk, brown folk, queer folk how dare you play in our faces with these rulings and we know six to three we know what three is not but it's really giving fuck you to the other six i'm coming in hot in today's episode hot so if you usually like watch this with your kids around you might as well go ahead and just just pause me until they not air. Put some earphones in, maybe. So, the Supreme Court basically gave all the homophobes a fucking pass to openly, actively harass and discriminate against any queer consumer. And you know what pisses me off the most about this shit? is it's based on a hypothetical. The ruling is based on a hypothetical because some fucking Karen asshole decided that she was going to tell the Supreme Court that a man sought her services as a web designer and, you know, she wanted to reserve her right 
not to <laughs> not to take the services of someone who was queer, was LGBT as I like to call it, right? So the Supreme Court said, okay, go off with your hateful bad self. Let's get into the fact that the person that is named in her fucking ridiculous caring ass white tear ass fucking plea to the Supreme Court never approached this woman is not gay, has been happily married to a woman, a cisgender woman for about 15 years and is a web designer themselves. So they would have never approached her ass and come to find out that the media was doing fact checking and they're like, oh yeah, we don't when it comes to the Supreme Court rulings and things, you know, when somebody brings certain evidence, there aren't a lot of people who do deep fact checking. Do you think that's a fucking problem? Don't you think that's an issue if you are the Supreme Court of the land that motherfuckers aren't doing sub deeper or dare I say supreme fact checking? As my mother and my grandmother said, this, right now, the USA is making my ass itch. And the person who was named in her fucking tearful ass plea to SCOTUS said nobody even, even reached out to get his side of the non-existent story. He's just been hit up because his first and last name were provided to the to journalists. Not to mention, when we talk about SCOTUS also saying, yeah, fuck affirmative action, which actually, actually benefits white women more than it benefits people of color, black and brown folk. One of the people in this complaint their tearful plea to the Supreme Court. Baby, you're not even an American citizen. You're Canadian. And you've never... What's happening here? You're complaining. People are complaining about hypothetical situations. The situations that did not fucking affect, impact their lives. Don't even, don't even hit you. And then some of y'all pundits got the all fucking dacity to go on fucking national TV and say... I mean, like, just try harder, black folk. You actually got your ass on TV and said that, you know, black law students graduated the lower 25% of their class. So, you know, giving them help through affirmative action. First of all, motherfucker, they graduated. How many of y'all passed the bar? How many of y'all have graduated and put in the work? I'm sick. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Like being attacked as a woman, you say that I don't have the right to my body. I can't decide what I want to do with my body as a black person that has children. I can't, 
you know, tell my kids that, hey, there are things put in place so that legacy admissions don't get pulled and you get overlooked when it's time for you to go to college. Let's talk about it. As a queer person, I'm being told not to go anywhere, (laughs) not to let people know about my sexual orientation or my preferences or just celebrate myself because that's offensive. And the idea that I may ask a straight person to do something for my gay ass is offensive in itself, huh? Y'all are weird. Y'all really need to chill out and think about the implications of what you're doing, what this country is coming to. All of our rights are being stripped away and a lot of y'all are like, oh, well, I mean, affirmative action, it, it evens, now the playing field is even if you guys are so, dog, y'all talking shit about us on CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and saying we need to work harder and it should be based on merit. But a lot of these fucking admissions aren't based on merit. Did we not forget about Aunt Becky and the scandal with all of those fucking rich, white, privileged kids who just paid their way into school. So a bunch of other people's applications weren't even fucking giving a fuck about. Also, if you look at the statistics, African-American women, black women, are the most educated people in this country right now. So you telling me that I'm stupid and I don't work hard enough it's some bullshit because the numbers, the math ain't mathing. Telling black and brown people that we need to work harder as if we have not built this whole and fucking entire country. As if we don't work twice as hard, 10 times as hard every day just to exist. As if we're not fucking intelligent, competent people. What are you doing? Anything to get your feelings appeased. Anything to get your ego stroked. So so abolish legacy emissions. Create a fucking task force so people aren't buying their kids' way into school. Stop denying applicants entry or interviews based on their name. Because Latasha versus Lauren... You know, let's talk about it. And don't tell me that because, you know, oh, look, you turned out fine. You turned out fine. I went to a PWI where I was constantly reminded of my blackness at every turn. I sat in an English course in undergrad where someone told me they were so surprised at the content that I chose to write on. For my fucking um, final paper. Are you going to write about music? Basketball? Fashion? No, I'm writing about methadone maintenance. Wow. Really? Did you go to private school? Are you here on scholarship? Actually... I have a variety of grants that I'm arguing down with financial aid to, re- to get me access to. 
The scholarships that I have received are based on my grades, not based on the color of my skin. Y'all really think that every black person, every brown person that you see on your campus is a fucking diversity hire. Nah, some of us really know what the fuck we're doing in terms of mapping out our fucking future. So I am hella offended, hella offended by all of the chatter on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, and on the news that is playing with black and brown folk and and trying to push this whole inferiority complex on us. Get that shit out of here. Stop it. Also, if you want to be homophobic, be homophobic on your own. Why everybody got to be homophobic with you? Why you got to take shit to the Supreme Court? If you don't want to do our queer ass a, a, a solid by taking our money to make our cakes or design our website or take our fucking picture, do some commission piece for us, just say no. You don't have to go on a fucking hate campaign because of your personal feelings. Let them be personal. Because things like this affect people in a way that you will never know. Why you feel that your right or your privileges are being attacked. I don't want to have to appease these people. What? Just say no. You have the right to refuse service. You do not need to be disrespectful, bigoted, and hateful in a posse to do that on your own, sweetheart. Because when you go after a customer or, ex, you know, expose someone's name or picture you're actually putting us in fucking harm's way because there are people who are so hateful and are waiting for ammunition just to find out our address, to find out where we work, to pop up, to try to do something, to intimidate us, to harm us. Why? All I've heard this week is the government making it easier for me to be placed in dangerous situations because of my ethnicity, my sexual orientation and preferences, and shit that I have no control of. Wanting more, wanting to have a level play of field for my children, my friends, friends, children, all of the black and brown folk that have struggled so hard to get ahead, all of the queer folk who just want to exist. And fuck Candace Owens. Stop, stop posting her shit. I'm not going to say her name anymore because I'm over her. I'm I'm just tired. What is happening? What the fuck goes on here? All right. (laughs) Now that I got that shit off my chest, 
let's get into it, right? So I gave you guys the trigger activation warning at the beginning of this episode. Um, when I started this podcast, it was because I just really wanted to create consumable content and talk about mental health and wellness and just be me. And it was something that brought me such great joy. And the last couple of weeks, I couldn't pick up my mic and my earphones without crying. (laughs) And let me tell you why. In the last couple of weeks, um, I've had family friends pass away. Um, There are two members of my family that are dealing with cancer diagnoses that have caused them to have multiple surgeries. I have three family members that are now unhoused. Um, I have taken in (laughs) our family dog, aka my mom's dog, um, as she's trying to figure out her living situation. Um, So I have the dog my two cats and my two kids in the house now. I am helping one of my good friends who's like family to me, who is family to me, not like process her parents' decline and being there for her, which is really hard for me as a friend to watch someone deal with such heavy shit. Um, my therapist, Jalite, left me out in the cold and I loved her dearly, but Shorty got a new job at a new agency and I haven't heard anything about like helping me get referred to a new therapist. Um, And this is the second time this has happened to me where I felt like I had a good rapport and I was making some work, getting some work done with a therapist and feeling as though they just left me out in the cold because they feel like I'm Dr. Vivid, I'm Dr. Ashley, so I can handle my shit. Bitch, if I can handle my shit, what would I be coming to you for once, twice a week? Why would I be texting you memes telling you I'm about to go to jail? Like, what? Um, my medication has not been being refilled appropriately. So my depression and anxiety symptoms have been kicking my ass. And it's really hard to deal with that when your schedule has been as professionally packed as it has been. And I'm blessed. I'm blessed for every goddamn opportunity. Um... But my self-care has been shit. Um, I also recently found out that (laughs) my parallel parent is giving child support to his other kids, but not to mine. Um, And that the court basically was like, oh, you, you Dr. Ashley, like you should be able to like handle this. What? So... Dealing with that as a single mom and the bills are hitting. 
Um, I applied for these positions um, that I felt were great for me, not in a therapy capacity. I'm still doing therapy, but I want to do more um, culture change work. Um, And straight up was like told, no, you're not good enough. But I'm literally doing contracts and doing work with heavy hitters in the field to just be told, oh, you're not, you're good enough to call on when we need an expert and to like pick your brain for all of these things and to have you on panels and to have you do X, Y, and Z, but you're not good enough for us to pay you a salary. And that hurt my fucking feelings. Um, (laughs) um, But, and then peeping the name of the game, I'm like, okay, you're not even going to consider me for an interview. But this other person is getting considered for an interview and they haven't done a tenth of the work that I've done. Cool, cool, cool. Um... That's been hard. Also dealing with stuff with JoJo's eyes that was really weird and it was really frustrating. Um, I've been having really bad medical, well, I don't want to say really bad. I've been experiencing a regression in functioning as far as like my body. I have lots of, I've been having lots of good days, but I've been having some terrible bad days when it comes to my flares and my episodes. And I know some of it's stress induced, but also it's because I can't get in touch with any of my specialists and I'm behind for two surgeries because my insurance is playing with me. Your girl has been going through. (laughs) And because the podcast is such a transparent like outlet for me, every time I I, I have things that I have, I have scheduled to talk about, I would just cry or have an anxiety attack, and it was really difficult for me. And I felt like I was letting y'all down. I felt like I was letting my network down. I felt like I was letting my friends who pushed me to do this down, and. I know. I've I the last episode was published in May and you I'm talking like I've been gone for a year, but my anxiety really makes me feel like I, I'm failing y'all. Um, because life has been kicking my ass and I know that I could take a break. I could say I could take a break. But I also know that these transparent episodes and the in the content that I produce resonate with people and the messages that I get from y'all push me to keep going, even when I'm just like over the world completely. Over the world completely. And um like it's hard sometimes. Not me getting emotional. Where is my where where is my Jesus Devontae Christ lettuce? Um it's it's been difficult. And then I've been, you know, I have some clients who have been really struggling with their existence. 
who have been really dealing with some really unfortunate situations. The world around me is just imploding. <laughs> um, there's lots of death. And I just didn't know how to function. I didn't know how to function. And every time I went to pick up this mic, I just was in shambles. There are episodes that were started and not finished. There were times where I plugged in my mic, took a breath, and then it was just like, oh, <laughs> nope, we're done. So now I'm on self-care vacation. Um, I saw my last client. I ended with my last client at 830 uh, yesterday. That was June 30th, and I'm off until July 11th. It's not a really long time, but it's enough time for me to just really take time and reset. I'm sorry if that sounded far away. Thank God for THC and CBD. Um, and I'm concerned about how I'm going to get my refills for my psychotropic medication because I have to be seeing my therapist in order for the psychiatrist to give me my refill. And guess who doesn't have a therapist because they just left. <laughs> Child is ghetto over here. But I'm pushing. And, and like... I know that under this amount of stress, if you would have said, if I, if this would have been me five years ago, I know I would have self-harmed. I know I would have had, I know the intrusive thoughts would have pushed me to a deep, dark space. But I've been trying to pull every coping tool out possible to not think about the fact that, yeah, my uncles are dying, um... I can't go over family members' houses anymore because they don't have home, their homes anymore. Um, racial tension within the family sucks. Oh, yeah, my family is still being homophobic to me on both sides, maternal and paternal. Um, the new shit is unite or perish. <laughs> Um, and the other uh, thing that was, um, related to my mother was what did she do to me to fuck me up like this and make me this way? And I'm like, what? So, and these are messages I'm waking up to like on a regular basis on a regular basis to the point where family members have like popped up at my house or been like, Hey, can we, we go out and talk because it's getting out of hand. Um, it's hard when your own family members, you can't go into your family members houses because 
they don't accept you and they're saying things like I'm a terrible parent and constantly reminding everyone around them that they believe I'm going to hell and that everything about me is negative until you need something from me. And then we just forget that my gay ass exists in that realm. All the all the queerness goes away. Then a tale is all this time. <laughs> so I have been swinging at death, homophobia, um, my mental health symptoms, a very packed schedule, and um, the fact that I am severely underpaid as a consultant and as a therapist because I do a 60-40 split. I only get 40% of my earnings. Um, so, yeah, that's why I've been silent because when I am quiet, like when I'm recording my podcast, the thoughts get loud and it's stressful. But I wanted to be transparent here to let anybody know who's going through this shit too. Take some time for you, baby. Keep fighting. And don't care about other people's time. Care about your life. All right, all right. It's time to take a beat. All right, all right, all right, all right, while I take a seat. All right, all right, all right, some of that music's heat. All right, all right, all right, it's time to take a beat. Welcome to the part of the episode where I tell you what I've been listening to, what's been giving me joy, what's been helping me cry, what's been helping me think, what's been helping me process, what's been on repeat, what's on my playlist. Baby, shout out to Halle Bailey because the Little Mermaid soundtrack slaps. Been playing that in the car. We've been playing Flyanna Boss. That that wish. Yeah. That shit slaps. On my mama, Victoria Monet. Put it on the floor again. Lotto featuring Cardi B. Shout out to Demi Lovato for the cool for the summer rock remix. Um, don't tell anyone from Manny Wells, the whole project hot. America's got a problem. The remix with Kendrick Lamar. Give it to me, Miguel, because Miguel never misses, baby. Me, you, and God, Jadena. I love the songs about polyamory and him finding himself in his relationships. We love that shit. We love to hear it. What else I've been listening to? Um, a lot of. Quavo and Takeoff, Hotel Lobby on repeat, because rest in peace, Takeoff. But what you been listening to? What's been on your playlist? I want to know. Let me know. It's time to do it yourself. It's time to do it yourself. D-I-Y. Do it yourself. All right, all right, all right. Hey, all right, all right, all right. Hey, I'm in a mood. I am in the mood. I don't went from I'm gonna think sob uncontrollably if I pick up the mic to we diddy bopping, and I like it. I like it. I like it. But 
today's do-it-yourself is very easy. Very simple. Here's your homework. Block them. Mute them. Block them. Mute them. Don't answer their calls. Don't answer their texts. Don't email them. None of that shit. Here's to blocking negative energy. I don't care if it's your mama, it's your daddy. It's the plug around the corner who drives the candy apple caddy. I don't care if it's your boss. Sometimes you have to shut down access to you so that you are not overwhelmed with other people's insecurities, negativity, and bullshit. Block them. Mute them. Put that phone on do not disturb so you can keep your peace. So you can rid yourself of that stank ass energy. Because you deserve more than your fight or flight being constantly revved up. Like it's a big body Chevy, baby. No. Block them. Mute them. Do it. Do it. And now it's time for the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focus on mindfulness, breathing, body awareness, and most importantly, you. During the cool down, I'll be helping you by guiding you through visualizations, breathing exercises, and even giving you affirmations to repeat. It's best that you participate in the cool down by sitting down, standing, or laying down in a place that's free from distraction and is safe. But if you can't get to that place right now, it's okay. This is a podcast, so you can simply pause, stop, and come back to me later. Now, at any time, if you feel uncomfortable or overwhelmed by visualization, emotion, or your body is just not cooperating in terms of breathing, take a moment, collect yourself come back later. Remember, this is a podcast and I want you doing what's safest for you on and off of the episodes. So if you guys are ready, let's begin. Deep breath in. Exhale, 
you let that breath go and release, it should be as if your stomach, that balloon, is deflating and your belly button is moving towards your back. Let's try that again. Deep breath in. Let it out. Amazing. Now, I want you to close your eyes. While still taking some nice controlled breaths. Good job. Let's loosen your muscles and release some body tension. Let's roll our shoulders forward. Now roll them back. Amazing. Clench your fist. As tight as you can. Clench, clench, clench. Release your palm. Release your hand. Flat palm. Again, clench, clench, clench. And this time when you release your fist, I want you to take a deep breath in and out. So we're going to take a deep breath in when we clench and release. Exhale when we open our fist. So clench. on what your body feels like. Are you tired? Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Do you have any aches or pains? Where are they? With your eyes closed, Imagine that you're looking at yourself. And wherever that pain or discomfort is, I want you to imagine it glowing. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. Now, I want you to imagine what relief feels like from that pain, discomfort. What would you like that to feel like in your mind, in your body, in your spirit? Is it warmth? Is it a cool? Is there an absence of something? Take a deep breath. Let it out. Repeat after me. I am 
capable of healing. Healing my wounds, my pain, my hurt. Whether it is physical, emotional, mental, or generational. I am capable of healing. I am committed to my healing journey. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Now slowly open your eyes. Thank you for taking a moment for yourself. This has been the cool down. You deserve more moments like this. Don't forget to take them. All right, guys, we have come to the end of this episode. Um, the format. It was in our normal format, but I told you it was going to be a little different, a little different. <laughs> but I wanted to use this episode to give you an explanation about what's been going on and how I'm getting back to it, um, how I'm trying to, you know, calm some shit down so it doesn't interfere with my vision for the rest of the year, for this podcast, for a lot of things I got going on. So thank you for your subscriptions. Thank you for your shares. Thank you for your good energy. Hit the well mail. We'll, we'll be back with well mail the next episode. I, I love y'all so much. Thank you for everybody who wished me a happy pride. Um, just thank you. Thank you for being y'all. And thank you for accepting me for being me. And remember, you don't owe these people anything. You owe yourself everything. So go snatch that shit. We out.